Hey everybody, it's Michael Martin. Happy Thursday. Another thing I hear about quite often is, you know, someone will reach out and they'll say, you know, I'm really nervous about XYZ company. They report after the close in the next couple of days. And so the first thing I think about is that they probably have too big of a position. And I understand that. The other, the other thing that they that can happen is that they have owned it for quite some time. The the unrealized capital gains can be astronomic, and so right there they have the fear of getting cut in half if there's a bad earnings report. And then they have also the hope that it would be a good report and it keeps going, which is what wants you know makes them want to stay in the position. So this is a. Uh, you know, what happens when someone doesn't have a bona fide plan to be in the position in the first place, right? Because the folks who are chart readers and folks who are system traders, they have clear defined rules for when to get in, when to get out, and for position sizing. Now, for those of you who are in the investment advisory space, when you have a position that grows and grows and grows, you probably have a rule to trim some of it as it grows so that it kind of stays within the parameters of you're not getting, you know, scolded by the powers that be, right? I mean, you're not running a 40-act company, so you typically probably have somewhere between, who knows, I don't know, 2 to 5% of, of, your, of your capital could be in one name. Beyond 5% on the investment side, meaning putting new money to work, is outside even the 40-act, and... uh you know, you put yourself perhaps in some compliance risk. Now, you can put, you know, those of you who bought some of the, the big tech names that are out there, you know, Amazon, Apple, Tesla, whatever, Baba, they may have grown from your 2 or 3% allocation to something astronomic. That's different. But over time, you need to have a plan on how you're going to trim the hedges as they grow. So when earnings seasons come and you're an investor, if you're not, you know, if you don't care about what happens with the money per se for another 10 or 20 years, then really this earnings report probably isn't going to matter all that much. Even though, you know, you might have the client calling you saying, what's your take? The honest answer to that question is, I have no idea. Now, I wouldn't even get to the point where you say it'll probably be okay or, you know, it probably they might disappoint because the honest answer is you don't know. No one knows except for the folks at the company, and no one in the public is going to know until the damn number's announced. So don't try to be something that you're not. You know what I mean? And to me, saying I don't know is pretty respectable, especially when you don't know. The only thing that you can do is measure the risk and give a couple of parameters to the client, talk to them about what could happen, you know? How much would it impact, a, a, you know, if, if it had an X percent move back or not? Because it's difficult when you have a lot of unrealized gains, you know, to sell the stock, lock in those gains, you create a tax event. But if you don't sell it and you watch the stock come all the way back, then you don't have a tax problem anymore, right? So try to think about having that plan beforehand and speaking with the client along the way to trim the hedges so that any one earnings report isn't going to hurt the client or get them scared. Now, if it's your own money, you can put the same rule to work. You can use 
you know, calculate what your R is. And then when it gets to a certain point and you're making money, there's a few things that you can do, right? You can trail structure or you can say at, you know, if I'm up 40% in a name, I'm going to trim and take some off. And this way, from quarter to quarter to quarter, maybe you can try to think of it in terms of keeping a constant risk. This way, again, you get to neutralize a lot of the strong feelings that might come up because you have a game plan that you know you're going to follow before you're actually in that situation. Because, like we said earlier in this week, making a big bet in front of an earnings is a gamble, you know? And so you can trim the hedge, so to speak, before earnings season is even upon you. And then this way you have peace of mind. And then everything that happens within that portfolio is by design. And if the numbers are good, you'll be rewarded, right? You might not be rewarded as much if you have a smaller position, but you'll be rewarded. In the same sense, if you're smashed and the company says, whoops, we had a, we had a hiccup, you know, your position size will, will not hurt you either. So it's, it's a delicate balance to find where that is. And I would advise you to do that long before the season comes up. If you haven't hedged with options, it's a tricky time to learn how to do that because, again, at the mo right now that we're in earnings season, you have all these strong feelings running through your body. And so, you know, at the same time, you want to hold on to these winning positions because they're making historic highs, and you don't want to feel stupid if you sell some of it and numbers good and they blow out. At this point, you saw Tesla's numbers. They seemed pretty good, and the stock kind of sold off. You know, they that's just the way it works. doesn't mean it's not going to rebound, but... You can put up good numbers and the stock can still sell off, right? So there is no guaranteed calculus on how all of this works. That's why I like to say, focus on playing superior defense. You know, the amateurs show up with the dollar signs in their eyes looking to make tons of cash and God love them. You know, that's why we're here. But the folks that are still standing after decades and decades and decades of work are the folks that knew how to manage the risk, you know? So... Take that with a grain of salt. I hope it helps you give you a little insight. If you'd like a free copy of the Inner Voice Trading audiobook, you go to martinchronicle.com. Thank you for being here, and I'll see you next episode.